Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Coleman in Ontario, Canada. Current events, local, world news, and trending. Out here to talk to you uh, to about uh, the Toronto Police among Ontario forces that will not make random stops of people and vehicles under the new health measures and the Ontario government backpedaling on these measures. Thank you for joining me this afternoon at 4.20. Well, good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and thank you for joining me this this uh fine afternoon here in southern ontario canada yes i was out here this morning at 9 a.m talking to you about the new um added restrictions um already to our lockdown um noting that um our public um our safety health minister or safety minister um was in, was imposing uh, these new strict rules that the uh, um, Ontario police um, were given the powers to stop anyone or stop any vehicle to ask you why are you out of your household and where are you going? Well, as the breaking news comes out during the day, and now the government is backpedaling, you know, the way uh, out of these restrictions that given the powers to uh, police to enforce these stay at home orders. And of course, you know, they faced a lot of backlash and a lot of criticism um, from the general public, other politicians, and even the police departments. Now, all the furious criticism of of the new anti-pandemic powers that allow police in Ontario to stop any motorist or pedestrian and ask where they live and why they're not at home prompt the provincial government on Saturday to reconsider those measures. I kind of wondered about that, you know, with all the backlash that they were getting, was the Ontario government willing to give up something? And was the Ontario government willing to admit that that was a wrong decision to make? Well, my wondering was right because I was appalled by it. I felt alienated. I felt really troubled by that sort of a decision that the government thinks that they can police their way out of this, out of this pandemic. When in fact, that's not even the answer of getting out of this pandemic. Yes, we have a large case of numbers going on and we're getting more people in the hospitals. Yes, we have reached record levels. But Doug Ford tweeted that the measures, which also included shutting down all outdoor recreational facilities and playgrounds, playgrounds would be clarified. So with Ontario's enhanced restrictions, we're always intended to stop large gatherings where spread can happen. Our regulations will be amended to allow playgrounds. 
but gatherings outside will still be enforced. We don't need to have large gatherings outside, ladies and gentlemen. We don't need to have that. Now, I was just looking at an article just before I came on this afternoon, and I was looking at an article from British Columbia, Vancouver, where they're having beach parties, no social distancing, no mask wearing, and British Columbia is getting record numbers of COVID-19 as well. And like I said before, ages 19 to 29 is where is where the most cases are coming out of. Now, who do you think is going to be at these beach parties? Is it going to be old people? Is it going to be people in their 50s or 60s or their 40s? 19 to 29, ladies and gentlemen, are going to be out there doing this nonsense. Earlier, government source speaking on background told the Canadian press that clarification of the police powers was pending final approval. We have heard a lot of feedback on this in the last 24 hours in terms of the scope of all this, <clears throat> said one source. Right, Sylvan, The civil uh, libertarians and Putin's have attacked new anti-pandemic restrictions announced Friday by, by the uh, by the Ford as misguided. The added police powers um, aimed at enforcing stay-at-home orders, they said, were an overkill. That's not, that's, it's beyond, it, it's just beyond overkill. It's just trying, it's just beyond uh, of the level of, of where does it, what the government thinking that, you know, um, authoritarian uh, tastic of, of trying um, to get out of this pandemic. Well, it's just, you know, ridiculous and appalling. The closing of outdoor spaces puzzled many public health experts who said the measures didn't make sense. Outdoor activities are vital for mental and physical health, especially with stay-at-home orders. Dr. Isaac, who sits on the province's COVID-19 vaccine distribution task force, said in a tweet, science is clear. Outdoor COVID transmission is extremely rare. So they're going to open up the playgrounds. So kids can go to the skate skateboarding parks. They can go play on the climbers. They can run around in the parks. You can take a walk through the park. You can drive down the street or walk down the street without the worry of being stopped by the police. Now, as it comes for the golf courses, well, we're trying not to interact with other households is what we're trying not to do. If a father and son could go golfing and be safe, or a mother and daughter, or whatever the case may be, to go golfing, you know, it's an outdoor activity. But they don't want us to gathering with other members from other households is what they don't want us to do. So maybe, you know, they're not going to allow the golf courses to open, but they have been open. And I haven't heard or they haven't said, you know, transmissions of this virus came from golf courses. There's going to be more on outdoor activities as this weekend progresses, ladies and gentlemen. Now, of course, this pandemic has been has has continued to be um, 
unabated. And the number of our patients in hospitals due to the novel coronavirus rose by 2000 for the first time since the beginning of the pandemic. I'll give you some numbers here with 726 in intensive care and 500 needing a ventilator, the authorities reported. Health officials also recorded 34 more deaths related to the virus, the highest single day count in almost two months when 47 people reported as dying from the coronavirus disease. Now the province on Friday, yesterday, re-recorded 4,800 cases. Today, we recorded 4,362 new cases. That's a step in the right direction. We are going down. And we need to keep going that way. But it's going to fluctuate back and forth here for, for a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. The numbers are going to, they're going to go up and down. And hopefully they just start trending down. But we shouldn't be opening up too soon. We're going to be in this for another four weeks. In this, in this lockdown, stay-at-home orders, only go up for essential things. Politicians were among those denouncing the new police powers. A new Democrat provincial legislator said the measures show the Ford government is out of touch. She goes on to say, let's be very real here. We are not going to police our way out of the pandemic. Or he said, the reality here is that we'll likely, you know, with, you know, anybody remember carding? that gave the police the authority to card people, stop you whenever they felt like it. That was so absolutely ridiculous. You know, and it would be the same, you know, giving the police the powers to stop you walking down the sidewalk or driving your car down the road, you know, and asking, you know, who you are and where you're going, why you're not at home, you know, and that, you know, it would likely impact um, uh, black, um, indigenous, and, and other people of color. And he's very concerned about the arbitrary stops of people by police at any time. At any time. Now, while violating restrictions can carry a $750 fine, Failure to provide police with requested information can result in criminal charges. That's always been the case if you are not going to um, give your um, correct information or lie, you know, not give it to them at all. You can be charged. Now, the large and small police forces across the province, however, said they had no intention of exercising their newfound powers. I don't know what the minister was thinking. That she actually thought the police were going to enforce the stay at home. I have no idea, ladies and gentlemen. I I really don't know. This is from the uh, Peel Regional uh, Police Chief. He says, I would like to reassure our citizens that our officers will not be conducting random vehicle or individual stops. Police chief from the South Simcoe Police Services said officers will only act on complaints. Police forces from Thunder Bay to Ottawa to Toronto and Woodstock expressed similar 
positions, civil rights groups, whoever, took little comfort. Now, we are not a police state and we're not going to be a police state. Police will respond to complaints. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for joining me. Um, if you uh, didn't listen to my uh, show earlier or had a chance to be uh, from 9 a.m. this morning, um, with the new measures um, and stay-at-home orders um, and other restrictions um, that Ontario, Canada um, is facing, and um, added another four weeks of these stay-at-home orders and closures of businesses. Um, our government, our Ontario government, um, thought it might be a good idea to give the the, uh, the police the powers to stop anyone or any vehicle to ask them why they are out and where are they going and why are they not at home? This sounded the alarm all across Ontario and critics alike and other government officials and other agencies in the last 24 hours, our Ontario government has retracted that order for the police and the police said they weren't going to do it anyways. They had no intentions of just stopping somebody walking down the sidewalk or somebody driving their car down the street. And they also back paddled on playgrounds. Because as of this weekend, all playgrounds and parks were off limits. Whereas now they retracted this this afternoon and said, no, playgrounds can stay open. Because the one doctor, and, the, and this doctor, you know, he sits on the vaccine distri uh, distribution task force. And he says, outdoor activities are vital for mental and physical health, especially with stay-at-home orders. But taking the playgrounds away, you know, like the skateboard parks, you know, I mean, people aren't going to go in, in, to gather and have a baseball game. No, kids just want to run around. Kids just want to get out into the park and run around and play on the equipment, you know, with mom and dad, you know, watching from afar. Now... You know, because, you know, when, when you when you give police the powers or extended powers, I don't I don't um, remember if you remember um, here here in Canada. Um, they had carding. Where it means they could stop anybody. Didn't matter who you were. Color, race, creed. You know, that was just a disaster. Absolute disaster. You know, and then trying to invoke these powers to the police again and saying the police are going to enforce the stay-at-home orders. The police doesn't even, the, you know, our police services, they don't even have the manpower to do that. They don't have the time to do that. 
but they do have the time to to respond to complaints of large gatherings and parties when you know you're not supposed to be doing that in the first place. They have time for that. They don't have time just to pull somebody over in the car or stop somebody on the sidewalk and ask them where they're going. That's just absolutely ridiculous. So the Ontario government has retracted that. And of course they retracted the playgrounds. You know, kids can go to the playgrounds. You know, this Brampton mayor, he's a father of two young children. He welcomed the change of heart on playgrounds saying common sense wins. Knowing that, what is wrong with going out and getting some little bit of exercise, a little bit of fresh air? Yes, we're going to have these stay-at-home orders. Yes, you know, you know, there's not going to be, you know, unfortunately, you know, they closed the golf courses, you know, so you know, the people of the level of golf, you know, can't get their exercise that way which is really unfortunate, you know, but they don't want us gathering with other people from other households. That's what they don't want. Now, you know, with, with the, um, I mean, it's gotta, I mean, it's gotta make the government look bad, you know, You say one thing and then you have to retract it. (laughs) You know, it's like, I just just can't even wrap my head around it, you know? And and here, you know, this, this article is, um, from the from the from the Canadian police and the Canadian police refuse provincial order to make random stops amid the COVID-19 surge yes we're having a real problem here in Ontario Canada Ontario um, is the largest province of the entire country Approximately um, 15 million people live in this province and we have 37 and a half million populated in Canada. So almost 30% of the population lives here in Ontario. Now the police in cities all across Ontario And like I'm saying here, Canada's most populous province on Saturday refused to make random stops greenlighted by the provincial government seeking to to impose a stay-at-home order amid surges in the COVID-19 cases. Toronto, the country's largest city, Ottawa, Hamilton, Windsor, and at least 19 other municipal police forces said they would not conduct random vehicle or individual stops, though they had been given the power to do so. The Toronto Police Services will continue to engage, educate and enforce, but we will not be doing random stops of people in cars. They will will respond to noise complaints large gatherings that's what they will be doing and that's what they always have been doing actually i said 30 percent ontario is about 30 percent actually ontario's 38 percent of canada's population now Yesterday, we we recorded um, 4,812 cases of of COVID 
on Friday. Today, we, we, we recorded 4,362. That's where it needs to be going. It needs to be going down. But it's probably going to fluctuate for some time here. Hopefully, not too much. You know, the projections that, the in, that they're indicating that the, vi the virus could spike to 10,000 per day um, in June without more strict health, without, without more strict um, health restrictions. I think we're at our max here of health restrictions. One more step would, do, would, would shut the entire economy down. That means all warehousing, all food processing plants, all, all um, food distributors, everything, automotive, the trucking industry, the whole nine yards, that would be the last thing. But we know that's not going to happen. We're not going to just decimate the entire economic. This is as far as we can go with these restrictions. There isn't any more the government can do. We cannot police our way out of this. The only way out of this is we need to vaccinate our way out of it. Follow the public health measures is how we get out of this. Now our premier of this province, he's been increasingly under fire for mishandling the province's pandemic response. Look, we, um, We've had, um, we've had lockdown, stay-at-home orders, business closures, and then we open up. Not fully open up, but still with restrictions. And then the cases go back up again, and we lock down again. So on, so forth, back and forth, back and forth. And here we are again and another lockdown. What are we supposed to, what are we supposed to do? Well, like I said, just follow the rules that we have right now. Stay at home if you don't have to go out anywhere. You know, today's not a really bad day here in Ontario. I mean, you can get out and do some things in the backyard. You can get out in the backyard with the kids. Oh, now you can go to the park with the kids. So you're allowed to do that without getting into trouble. Now, another opposition uh, from the Liberal Party leader in Ontario said that the Ford government was imposing martial law. Well, it's kind of like martial law when you're saying that the police are gonna just randomly stop you on the streets and pull you over because they just can't stop one and not the other. And the police cannot be doing that all day long. That's absolutely impossible for the police to be doing that. When they have so many other calls to deal with than just to stop someone in their car or somebody walking down the street. Ford, our, our premier, also said um, he would block 90 central travel 
from neighboring provinces um, starting on Monday. Ontario's provincial police, that's the OPP, on Saturday said they were preparing to enforce that order. So meaning Manitoba borders Ontario, Quebec borders Ontario, and they will restrict anyone trying to enter Ontario for non-essential reasons. Now's the time not to say I'm going to visit somebody in Ontario. There is no restrictions on flight. Just at the at the at the provincial lines. Now when it comes to our indigenous people of Canada, which are really great people, by the way, they will be able to cross into Ontario from Manitoba and Quebec. It's their right, it's their treaty, they're allowed to. If Manitoba and, and Quebec and the rest of the country takes a look at Ontario and see where we are, we're in a really bad place right now. And it would just be common sense not to travel to Ontario, whether it's by car or air. And it's just simple to ask people you know, don't come to Ontario right now. Now, in, in the recent weeks, um, Ontario has closed all their schools. And that was announced the other day. You know, the kids are just finishing up their their spring break, which they would have gotten back in March, but... They got it this week from the 12th to the 16th. And prior to this week, they announced that all schools will close, which they said they, they, they would not close. They would keep schools open. One in four schools across this province has outbreaks of COVID-19. One in four. Restaurants are limited to, um, restaurants are closed, of course, patios are closed. Limited to uh, in-store shopping and, and uh, canceled elective surgeries as the surge of admissions threaten to overwhelm the hospitals, which they are overwhelming the hospitals right now. Now, other people, other critics, you know, they're saying that the Ford government has previous has the previous stay at home order, um, you know, was too soon allowing for current spikes in cases at putting hospitals under pressure. That he abandoned the previous stay at home orders too soon. A lot of people will, will agree or disagree. We could have just stayed in the gray lockdown, but we didn't. We allowed for reopenings. We allowed for more capacity in restaurants and bars. We limited the shopping centers, the malls. But this lockdown too is a little bit different from, from the previous lockdowns and the original lockdowns a year ago where the box stores like in the Walmarts and the Costco's, you know, they could sell all their wares. They could sell whatever they wanted to sell. Well, this time all non-essential items in Walmart and the big box stores have to be chained off, blocked off. They can't sell it. Costco can stay open, you know, because they sell groceries. 
Walmart sells groceries too. But they can't sell anything else. You can't go in there and shop. If you want something from there, you're going to have to order it online, curbside pickup, and that's the way it is, or get it delivered. Small businesses can stay open for curbside pickup only. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Some big announcements made um, this afternoon um, from what was this morning looked pretty dire, um, pretty upsetting to a lot of Canadians here in Ontario um, that the, the uh, police uh, were given the green light to stop anyone or any car um, just to find out why you're not at home. That has been retracted by our government here in Ontario and the uh, police announcements that they were not going to do that in the first place. Reopening up our public parks so the children can go play. What else the government is going to retract back on? I don't know. Probably not. Probably nothing else. They might retract on golfing, but as it stands right now, probably not that the golf courses will probably um, will remain closed. So the government has taken a lot of heat and a lot of criticism, you know, by all kinds of, of agencies out there. Um, and even um, a doctor who, who sits on the vaccination board um, really couldn't understand why the government would close all public parks and playgrounds you know, when being outside um, without gathering large, in large groups, ladies and gentlemen, but generally being outside and allowing the kids to play. Of course, gathering in large groups is still illegal. And we see it all over the place, ladies and gentlemen, here across Canada, here across the United States, all around the world. You know, people are going to gather and party and, and, and do as you please. When that could spell a big problem for an outbreak. And we've seen it and we've seen it with parties and we've seen it with parties here in the city of London where I reside from the university students. Partying off campus in residence you know, um, from March uh, the 2nd up to the 15th, and then from the 15th uh, to, the, to the end of March, 132 university students contracted COVID-19 because of their behavior. On-campus outbreaks living on campus, the outbreaks, every single residence on the university grounds had come down with COVID-19 because of their behavior, not following the rules. Going to other dorms. Gathering large groups, having large family gatherings, having parties. How do you think this virus gets into workplaces? It comes from the outside. It comes from our behavior. That's how it gets into workplaces. We have 82 cases of COVID-19 at the Cargill plant, which is a food processing plant here in the city of London. They are shut down. 
It comes from our behavior on the outside, which brings it into our workplaces. So I want to come out here this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, news stories happen really fast. Things change constantly. And I kind of had a feeling today that, you know, with um, the government um, implementing these uh, police powers and telling them that they can stop anyone or any car, um, that sounded uh, sounded a lot of alarms across the province and including the police agencies. They're all taken back and scratching their head and they're going WTF. And everybody is going WTF. Now, we'll see what happens um, tomorrow coming Monday as well, you know, when other, um, you know, I'm waiting to hear from, um, you know, what the owners of the golf courses um, are going to say. You know, they had a long battle with the government last year. You know, when we start to open up in in the springtime and and um, get out, get outside and get uh, activities going outside and and things like that. And, you know, holding back on the on the golf courses and finally allowing the golf courses to open up. And we had no problems all last all last summer. Everything, everything went as, as, as smooth as ever. And the opening of the golf courses this year, you know, things were running smooth. I mean, it's hard to, to book a tee time because, you know, a lot of people like to golf. You know, welcome to the, uh, to the show. Thank you for joining me. So what's going to come about with, with the golfing? I have no idea. So that's a wait and see. And, you know, maybe the government will stand firm on not allowing golf courses to reopen. You know, they were open last weekend, but they're not open this weekend. They're open all week. But they're not open this weekend. I haven't heard of one single case of COVID coming from a golf course. Not one. You know, because when people come down with COVID and the officials do contact tracing, you know, if someone says, well, I was just golfing on the weekend, well, then they're going to, you know, okay, well, where were you golfing and who were you golfing with? And, you know, that sort of thing, right? Never heard of any such thing. Being outside as long as you are, you know, staying, you know, really staying within your your own family cohort, right? Who you live with. You know, not meeting up with a whole group of friends. You know, as young people like to do, they really do like to do that. I mean, we all like to meet up with our friends. But more so, you know, how the younger kids, they like to gather around and hang out and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, We can't right now. And I get it, it's tough. You know, it's tough on all of us, right? So that's what they don't want. You know, I think we, I think we, we, we all have 
or the majority of us ha have done a pretty darn good job of, of you know doing our part you know for those out there not just here across Canada but around the world you know of, of trying to do your part and, and doing the right things you know so we can sit back and we can criticize the ones who are not following the rules. We can sit back and we can blame those who are not following the rules, who blatantly disregard the, the rules. Who snub their nose at it, shoot the finger at it. You know, for some reason, the rules don't apply to them. So we can sit back and we can criticize them. We can blame them. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, when I, when I read the news or watch the news and like out at, out in British Columbia on the west coast of Canada in Vancouver. And I see videos and photos of large gatherings on a beach of young people, not social distancing, not wearing a mask, blatantly disregarding the public gathering rules. Is not only is, only is it upsetting, it's disturbing. That is being part of the problem, not part of the solution. Just like allowing the police to randomly stop anybody who they feel like on the streets or driving your car is not the solution. And the government got the message loud and clear over this weekend. And the police weren't going to do it in the first place. But the police will respond to complaints. of people partying in large gatherings as they always have. Now, You know, it's, you know, too, you know, um, look, we have, we have reached record levels here, um, in Ontario, 4,800 cases yesterday, a little over, little over 4,300 cases today. The greater Toronto area has always been the hot spots. It's the, it's the most populated area of Ontario and probably the most populated city in Canada. The, the greater Toronto area has always carried most of the cases of COVID-19. The greater Toronto area has in fact been in the gray lockdown since November, 2020. But the cases are still mounting and the greater Toronto area carries that brunt of the cases. Now, you know, when they announced shutting down 
you know, all the outdoor recreational facilities and playgrounds. You know, the, the enhanced restrictions were always intended to stop large gatherings. I get that. We don't want large gatherings in our playgrounds and parks. We don't want that. Right. That's the, the whole thing was, you know, to hopefully, you know, put a stop to that. So he says, our regulations will be amended to allow playgrounds, but gatherings outside will still be enforced. And right, and rightfully so. I mean, why do you need to go out hang, hang out with 20 people? Why do you need to go hang out with 25 people? 15 people, 10 people outside of your cohort. Why do you need to do that right now? That was the, the whole idea that, that's, that, that was hoping that that's the effect it would have, right? And we weren't really getting that anyways in our, in our playgrounds and in, in our parks. Not so much, but it had from time to time, of course we have the anti-rallies and, and, and everything else like that. You know, but when you have 100 people, 200 people at an anti-rally, you know, um, the police can only monitor the situation. Right? Take notes. It's going to be on social media to be able to pick out the the, the people who organized it. And they're going to target those people and they're going to find those people. Now, like he says here, you know, that uh, he's heard a lot of feedback on this in the last 24 hours, like I said. And, um, you know, they just, they want people to just, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, use common sense, right? You use common sense and, and you use your best judgment. Yes, people abuse, abuse, uh, abuse the rules. Yes, people break the rules. I mean, that's not going to stop. People are going to do that. Right? It's what some people do. They don't like authoritarian. You know, they don't like authority. They don't like to be told what to do. But some people out there, they're just like that. But we need to use our better judgment. We, 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 we were given common sense and we need to use it. You know, this is hurting a lot of people. It's hurting a lot of families. Mentally, financially. Online learning has, has proven to be a failure. But yet they can't have in class. Originally it was scheduled just to shut down. You know, when they, you know, when the government says indefinitely, that's, you know, could be just playing on words. That could be okay. We're going to see where the cases are. You know, when can we get the, the, the kids back in the school? But with these extended measures and extending the um, state of emergency for another four weeks, that brings us to May the 20th. The kids are not going to be 
back in school before then. And then that only leaves four weeks of school. They will continue their online learning. Giving the wish them the best. It's been a struggle for all of us. We all, we all have COVID fatigue. We all have growing tired, you know, because I mean, it's only normal because we never experienced anything like this before in our generation, in our time, not like 1918 with the Spanish flu outbreak. But in this, 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 our time, we haven't experienced this before. So we've been going through this over a year now, ladies and gentlemen, where they thought, you know, 2021 would be the better year. It was supposed to be the better year. 2020 was a wash. And we're all hoping for the best coming into 2021. And here we are again, we're actually worse off than we were in 2020. It's going to be another year that's going to be a wash, unfortunately. See what happens as this plays out over the next four weeks, ladies and gentlemen. But thank you for joining me this afternoon. I will be back out um, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And we will talk about um, online learning and the mental health that plays on our kids, our teachers are adults, parents. So if you can join me for that, that would be great. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your, your Saturday. Enjoy your evening. Um, be safe out there all over the world, here in Canada, Ontario. Um, let's just pull together and let's, and, and let's do this. Let's get through this you know one month from now is to kick off to to summer and that's may the 20th and we want to get there and we want to be able to get to the cottage so we all need to pull together now and hopefully hopefully that can happen and hopefully we can keep the numbers down because we want to have a summer. Because if we don't act now, we will not have a summertime. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Be safe out there, like I said. Hope you can join me tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. That will be the next episode. This is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you and take care.